It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice cold beer. You know what? I like my beer ice cold, but I don't like the weather so cold. It's been a cold winter. It's been a long December. <laughs> long December, and there's reason to believe. Maybe this year will be better than the last. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what I like about winter? I, I don't know if you've ever done this. Jesus' birthday? Holla. <laughs> I love being able to, to actually like, uh, keep like, drinks and stuff outside. Like, you ever done that? When you, you have people over. Now, this year's different, obviously. Hopefully, we'll let, you know, whatever. I this did, year will be I... better than the last, right? But... I love to like put a cooler outside and just keep it out there in the winter instead of having to like put stuff in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually uh, threw myself a parade and, and we had Bloody Marys and mimosas outside because I won the fantasy football league in the neighborhood. And so I threw a parade through the neighborhood and oh people were like, I don't think they realized that it was actually going to happen. Right. And it happened. And it happened. Yeah. And how and cold I- was it? I mean, it was really, really cold. But the, the drinks, I didn't even need to buy ice. I just set everything outside. I mean, I have been to uh, many football games in the winter. Oh, yeah. When it's really, really cold. I like those little hand warmers. The hand warmers, that's such a good idea. There are people who are very versed in ways to stay warm. Like, I I remember um, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl and the people went down for the parade. And I just thought... There's no way I'm taking my kids. It was windy. Oh, yeah. Cold, a frigid. Feb- I feel like February is the coldest month of the year. Like, like December, the, ni- the days are shorter, right? The ni- like that end of December, it starts to get dark early. I mean, it's like 5 The winter 15. solstice, the worst day of the year. It's like 5.15 and it feels like it's midnight. Oh, yeah. Right? You would think I would go to bed earlier, or my kids would go to bed earlier, but no, not so much. <laughs> I like, try to put him in bed at like 8.30 and my daughter at like 11.45 is like, Daddy, I made you a picture. But February to me is so dreary. The cold just, it feels like keeps extending. You're ready to get out of it. Like to me, that's the worst month. Oh, and now in the pandemic, right? Like you go outside for your walk and you're like, even my dog the other day was like, nah, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> no, no, I took him out. He, he peed and he looked Did he have a mask and, on? <laughs> my dog did not have a mask on. Okay. No, no, no. Um, you know, I, I don't wear a mask when I walk around the neighborhood. I wear a mask everywhere. Like, I'm, I'm pro-mask. Yeah. But, you know, when I, when I walk the dog, I, I don't always have one on. No, I wear, I wear a mask uh, more hours some days than I don't. Whenever I'm out of the house, I'm pretty much wearing a mask. I sometimes, uh, I'm so used to wearing it. Like, I'll come in the house and be hanging out. And, uh, and my wife's like, you can take your mask off. We're in, we're in the house. Uh, today... Because I am vaccinated. And, Both of and, us are and, vaccinated. Yes, and, yeah. and my wife works for a medical company, so she is vaccinated. So we stopped somewhere and we grabbed some food. And as we walked in, like I leaned over 
and I had a mask on, and she had a mask on, and I gave her a mask kiss. Yeah, I like. And like it. we've done a few times where like I gave her a kiss, but we both had our mask on. It was kind of like weird, and it was like on the outside of our mask, like rubbing different strains of COVID against each other. Hopefully not, but I was like, I can't believe that we're at a time in the world where I'm mask kissing my wife. Um, that's it. Yeah, and there's you know, I, I want to hear from people out there. Are mask is weird, or do you just hold off on the kiss? But I want to show her I love her, but I also don't want to be a mask hole. <laughs> a mask hole. <laughs> uh. I think, you know, I think masks are around for a while. I think that's another episode we'll talk about, right? Yeah, I, I want to know. I know Jesus would wear a mask, but what did he think about winter? Well, I mean, listen, I think um, the Bible talks about winter, and it talks about seasonality a lot. Winter is a, a purpose. I like how you say winter. Yeah, winter. winter. It's like an intentional thing. In fact, there's a, there's a verse in Job that I think is beautiful. It says, for to the snow, he says, fall on the earth and to the downpour and the rain be strong. He sees the hand of every man that all men may know his work. Then the beast goes into its lair and remains in its den. Out of the south comes the storm, and out of the north the cold. The north. From the breath of God, ice is made, and the expanse of the waters is frozen. Yeah. Winter is coming. Winter Winter is, is coming. He doesn't coming. actually say winter is coming in the Bible, but, you know, I think... Was Jesus in Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think um, it's important to remember that, that winter is a gift, right? Winter is meant to give respite to the crops, Right, so the ground will not be tilled. It, it won't be cultivated. It's gonna, uh, it's gonna restore itself. Right, for the bear, it goes into hibernation to prepare for a busy spring and a busy summer. Right, um, for so many things, winter is important. Although it can feel like a drain to so many people, right? It can feel like this this thing that sucks energy away. Oh, especially in a pandemic. Like oh. you can't go places, you can't do things. Like I only hang out with people that have been vaccinated or have had the virus, right? <laughs> right? And so, yeah, it's a drain, it's yeah. a drain. And that's okay. But then I think it's important for us to be able to sit in that and say, hey, I- I'm gonna restore myself in this moment, right? I'm gonna focus on me because I, I do know that winter is a season, it ends. Yeah. Right? It always comes and, and it ends. And after it comes spring and summer and then fall and then went every year, right? And I think that's an intentional thing by God in, for two reasons, right? The first being that, that restorative period where we can really focus on, on rest and restore. You know, the Bible talks about the Sabbath and that, that particular day. And winter is almost the Sabbath of seasons, not that you can't have fun in winter. I mean, there's skiing, tobogganing, uh, tubing. You know, there are so many fun things to do in winter. You can keep your beer cold without using a refrigerator, right? In, in times before refrigeration, they would use winter to store up meats, to, to do a lot of hunting, to do so many things. It's a great time for families to build a fire and and come around the fire and really spend time together. So I love, I love winter. I do. I don't like being cold. Yeah. But I like that restorative time. I'm married to a Canadian. 
Yeah. And they have to all pretend like they love winter. <laughs> right? Like, she has to fake pretend like she loves winter. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's my favorite season. I'm like, do you want to go for a walk? No, it's too cold. <laughs> right? like, I'm, I'm like, hey, let's do this. I mean, it's freezing out. I was like, I thought you love winter. Yeah, 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 I, I do. Us Canadians love winter. But I'm like, yes, except for we don't want to fully experience it. Well, you know what the Canadians do? They have this, have you seen these Canada Goose jackets? Oh, yeah. Oh, I just got one. It's so comfy. They're like $1,000. No, I didn't get one of those. I got like a Target brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the real Canada Goose jackets. Maybe I got L.L. Bean, but it that wasn't, you it wasn't see, a... like at Nordstrom and whatnot. You can see and you can tell because they have the Canada Goose label. I only know because my wife and I have been trying to dupe one, right? Because she's really good at dupes. Like she loves these Golden Goose sneakers, but she's like, I'm not going to pay $500 for sneakers. So I'll find some dupes that are reasonably priced that look like it. And so we've been looking at... at to dupe this jacket. Well, the problem is there's really no good dupe. The Canadians are really good at winter. Wait, they are so good at winter. They're hockey and they're ice fishing. Oh, man. And poutine. Poutine. Yeah, yeah. Well, right? The so fries with the gravy. The tricky part is winter is an interesting dynamic in the medical world, right? Like I'm so much pushing activity and being outside and getting your vitamin D and trying to exercise that, you know, winter has led to some significant, you know, medical challenges. What's the best way to get vitamin D in the winter? Do we use a supplement? Do we use, is it just getting outside and getting yeah, the sun? Yeah, it's called, is yeah, it? yeah, moving to Florida. But if you live up near where we are, yeah, you actually have to take a supplement. But, and Is there a difference between the different, is there like a, like I know B has B6, B12, you know, uh, B methyl complex. Like, what's the difference? Are there different strands of the vitamin D? Yeah, there's vitamin D2, vitamin D3. I recommend vitamin D3, 1,000 to 2,000 international units daily, no matter what. And if you live up here, you should especially take it from uh, Thanksgiving to the end of March Madness. Oh, that's yeah. a great window. So that's like, so what happens at Thanksgiving? So the, from the, the time the Cowboys play football yep. until the time when the Tar Heels win the championship. I mean, it's been a few years it since they've been actually been that, that good. But I will tell you, it does lead to seasonal affective disorder. I'm not, what, sad? Well, yeah, it could also be sought, called sad. It's also called winter depression. But seasonal affective disorder isn't just depression. It is psychiatric illnesses that worsen during the wintertime. So, is, I mean, is that a real... Is that something that is uh, just like a feeling? Is there is there a real diagnosis? Oh, yeah, yeah. In the DSM-5, which we've talked about, the okay. Diagnostic uh, Statistic Manual, yeah, it is a subtype of either major depressive disorder or bipolar disorder where you have depression that worsens or bipolar-type symptoms that worsen at a specific type of year with full remission at other times. Okay. There are very specific risk factors. If you have a family history, if you live in a northern latitude, ah, if it often now northern latitude is that like the Mason Dixon line or is it? <laughs> do we consider like, is it anything above Pennsylvania? Yeah, we're gonna go uh, uh, north of Delaware. North of Delaware. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Delaware. It's famous for um, Dante DiVincenzo, a basketball player. Yeah. And a, a politician as well. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna check how many points he had tonight. 
Dante DiVincenzo? <laughs> yeah. Right. There was actually an over-under on Dante so, DiVincenzo assist for yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to be the most famous person from uh, Delaware, but that has since changed. Um, uh, there, another risk right. factor is young adulthood, which happens more often. Okay. Yeah. The interesting part is we don't really know why it happens, right? Is it because circadian rhythms are off? Is there dysregulation of what's called the melanopsin signaling pathway, in which affects serotonin? Hold on, hold on, can you break that down? What's that pathway? That sound is that like a, like like a like a different type of tunnel? What is it? What's it? What's communicating? No, so there's this balance of neurotransmitters and how our melatonin increases later in the evening to help us sleep, and sometimes because it's darker. Yeah, we're almost having more of these down sleeping type sensations and neurotransmitters taking over that decrease some of the neurotransmitters in our brain that would make us feel happy. But these are all possibilities, right? There are thoughts that we have retinal subsensitivity. So certain people, the uh, sun actually coming to your eyes affects it. And if that's diminished, it could increase the chances that you get seasonal affective disorder. And I actually have a lot of patients who really truly have this, this illness. Okay. It must for the diagnosis happen in two consecutive seasons. And the most common type is really depression symptoms. There is an atypical version. Where people get really happy during the summer? Where they get manic during the summer, actually. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you guys, look at that. The deacon's on point today. Well, yeah, I was going the, the antithesis. Yes, of- you get increased irritability, decreased appetite, you get restless, and, and that's another subtype. But it, it's really, you know, Mostly worsening depression. And there's this, there's this classic mnemonic in med school mm-hmm. uh, for depression and the symptoms. M-N-E-M-O-N-I-C. <laughs> yes, yes. So, but it's called SIG-E-CAPS. Okay. Is that a fraternity? No, but you know I was Sigma, I was sigma Pi. Did you know uh, that? No, I didn't know that. Oh, let me, hold on, Hong, come here. Okay, come here. we're going to do the handshake. You, you, t- you do the handshake. You take your, your pinky and you yeah. push it down. You okay. hold in and you take uh, your pointer finger uh-huh. and I go, J. And then you go E. E. I go V. And then you go O. Oh. And then we whisper in each other's ears, Javo. Javo. That's the secret handshake that I just told for all the Sigma Pi. Oh, that not really? I get yeah, yeah. J. E. V. O. Javo. Or you can just go up to a person. You keep the pinky down and you yeah. give this handshake when you see somebody. Yeah. So I live like in an area called Collegeville. Except for there's like one college here and it's her sinus college, which isn't a big deal. And I was in the dollar store the other day. And uh, this was not the other day because it was pre-pandemic. And there's this guy and he's got a Sigma Pi thing on. I was like, hey. Okay. And we're you, brothers. Yeah. And he goes, oh, awesome. And we go over and we gave each other the handshake. Really? In the dollar store. And then I walked out and I was like, is that the corniest thing I've ever done? <laughs> that is probably. It, it may be the corniest thing I've ever the done. The corniest thing you've ever done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, there's a Seinfeld episode when, um, when George and Kramer, uh, there's, there's these guys, oh gosh, and they have a secret handshake. Yeah. So, so George, George's uh, fiance dies and his, her parents want to create this scholarship. So they create a scholarship uh, for a kid, and it should only go to the Sigma Pies. And they want the kid; they want it to be this. Well, George finds this kid who aspires to do nothing, and he decides he wants the scholarship to go to this kid instead of like all these smart kids, right? And so, um, 
So George meets the kid and, and he decides he's going to get the scholarship. Well, then the kid decides he doesn't want the scholarship anymore. And so he decides he's going to go be with this, like, the Van Buren boys. So he becomes a Van Buren boy. They see George, or George pulled the scholarship from him because their parents said no. Anyway, he becomes a Van Buren boy and they have a secret handshake. And then they jump George, steal his money, and George now wants to get back in good with them. Well, Kramer knows the secret handshake, and so he's good. Wow, yeah. George doesn't know it. He gets jumped. Anyway, it's, I know that has nothing to do with seasonal affective disorder, but it's Seinfeld, the Van Buren boys. It's related. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, I know that... So tell me about this this, this Sigma... This mnemonic? Yes. Not Sigma Pi, my M-N-E-M-O-N-I-C. So the honest truth is about 40% of Americans have been diagnosed with either depression or anxiety or something at some point. 40%. Yeah, yeah. It's a big part. And and that doesn't mean they have it right now. Right. But at some point in their life. And so to those of you out there with depression or anxiety, go talk to your doctor. We want to make sure we're doing everything we can help, whether or not it's you know, medication or meditation or therapy or just talking about it can sometimes make it better. But in medical school, when you're talking about like, hey, what are the symptoms of depression? Because it's easy when someone comes in and goes, hey, I'm depressed, I feel sad, I, I, I don't feel good about myself. But there are some atypical type symptoms where you know, we always ask about. And, and I don't always do it this way because I honestly use conversation. But um, there's a thing called Siggy Cap. So it goes, okay. at, for the S is sleep changes. Sleeping less, sleeping more. Exactly. Restless sleep, yeah. quality sleep. Of course, of yeah. course. And, and, and sleep is a big thing I talk about all the time. Um, next, I is interest. Interest in anything, anyone. Oh, anyone. One of the things I ask almost every patient is, hey, what do you do for fun? Yeah. What are your hobbies? And like, what are yours? And I was like, I podcast. So you guys. don't go down the list. Sleep changes, interests. Well, I, I, you're going down the list, but not necessarily like that. Mm, I don't actually do that at this point. So you're skilled. I think I don't need to necessarily use the list. I can do it more conversationally. I like it. But the list is never a bad idea. Whenever I'm seeing a patient and things don't make sense to me, I go back to basics, right? I go back to the mnemonics. I do those things. Whenever I'm like, I, I don't know that I have a sense of what's going on here. Yeah. So, so yes, I use the list. Yeah. But I, I like to try to use conversation and you know clinical skills at this point i've seen it listen you're my doctor and i i gotta tell you folks if you haven't uh, you know having a conversation i watched you have a conversation with my 12 year old we talked as she was dealing with with puberty things and i watched the way you talked to her and kind of related to her and had her and asked questions that were not necessarily comfortable questions but made her feel comfortable so I can see how you use the Siggy caps. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so, well, all right, so we got interest. And, and this is for people out there who are like, I'm tired. I'm not feeling great. These are some thoughts. Run through these and go, hey, are these issues I'm having right now? Because like, well, like for you and I, I mean, I, I probably normally feel better about myself than I even should. Yes, me too. Right? I mean, there are very few days when the weight of anything stops me from smiling, being, you know, I, I just live in a different world than most people. Honestly, I'm not super religious, but it is a blessing Yeah, that I wake up in the morning and my wife's like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, fantastic. Great. Yeah, I'm excited for the day. And a she's new like, day. She's like, oh, that's, you're so annoying. Yeah. You're so annoying. I walk in and I'm like singing and dancing and yeah. be like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Um, so let's get to G. And I have a little bit of this. 
Guilt. I have guilt because I'm so uh, having so much fun right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so guilt, right, like when you're like, hey, I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have that. And I think we all have guilt. But I think Catholics have more guilt it's than most. It's kind of FOMO, right? It's that, yeah, that guilt of did I make the right decision? Did I make the wrong decision? Did I say the wrong prayer? Like, I mean, when you even have guilt over your... I, I, I should have quoted Matthew and I went to Luke. Mark, that's right. right. Yeah. Matthew, Luke... Mark and John are the four main ones, That's right? right, the four Gospels. I'm getting so good. Them. I'm reading this book called Misquoting Jesus where they go through and like discuss all the problems with translating the Bible and back in the day. And honestly, it's terribly boring. I can't wait to finish it. Mm. And I'm not getting enough like really good information to like really stick it to you yeah. because it's so boring. But I've been taking notes. I've been reading a book about fact-checking the, the former president. <laughs> Why would kidding. we do that? Why I would we do kidding. that? We Number E is energy. And I will tell you the biggest complaint that I think we get, and I remember actually on our Google episode, it was like, why am I so tired was one of the most Google things. And so energy is a big one. Like, how is your energy? Uh, oftentimes people do either have too much, they're feeling manic or too low for energy. It's crazy how many times people tell me, like, oh, I wish I had your energy. And I don't even recognize it because it's just who I am. Like, I... Uh, uh, cut the grass. The you, same you know we're way. talking about depression, but it feels like we're bragging about how, uh, <laughs> no, how no, happy no. and how much energy we have. No, but I, I don't think. Look you... at me! Look at me! Look over here! Look over here! <laughs> look over here! Remember when that was from? <laughs> look over here! The three amigos. Oh, I thought you said look at my hair. No, no. Look, oh. <laughs> look at my hair. Uh, but sometimes, so I have really, you know, sometimes it is challenging to recognize, yes, to be empathetic with people when they're, and I think that's one of the things that I have learned to try to do is is. You know, be empathetic. There's another E for you to try to understand that that it is real. That yeah. people deal with, you know, this time of the year with so many, and especially now. Oh, in the, the pandemic. In our new is, environment. Oh my gosh, another yeah. E, environment. In our new environment, I don't want to say. To those medical students of mine that are listening right now, empathy and environment are not in Siggy Paps. This is just the deacon's uh, riffing. That's right. Okay. But they could be. I love it. I love it. C is cognition, mm. which is interesting. Yeah. Right? Because people come in all the time and go, hey, I'm not thinking quite as well as I was. I'm not right. feeling as sharp. And I'm going to go on a tangent because that's what the show is about. COVID has led to some cognition issues. Oh, yeah. Um, we, fibromyalgia is a chronic condition that often can cause a fibral fog. Yeah. But COVID fog is definitely something that we're noticing where people after having had the virus yep. are saying, hey, they're just not feeling quite as right. A is appetite. And appetite is one that I have an issue with. Mm. Oh, I, I mean, my appetite is voracious. Mm. I'm really trying to do the best I can. But you people have either an appetite for destruction? <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Kay. I either eat too much or too little. Yep. Uh, P in the CD I can go. I can go all day without eating. Yeah. Or I can go all day scarfing up everything in sight. And my wife does not understand it. Because I'm like, I will go all day without eating. And then sometimes she'll feel bad and say, well, I want to eat something right now. As like, we're getting ready to record sometimes, the deacon's like, where are the snacks? Yeah. You didn't prepare any snacks? Sauce. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I went today and like purchased snacks to make sure. Nice. I, I didn't want to have guilt because I know <laughs> the deacon has interest in snacks. Yeah. Knowing that if he has too much... It probably won't affect his sleep changes too much. And at this point, listen, we all know where his cognition is at. You've been listening to the show for years. <laughs> we all have questions about that. And then Siggy Caps, the, the S, uh, the, the hardest part is um, 
is what, was the P? what was the P? What was oh, the P? Oh, psychomotor. Oh, okay. Um, and so psychomotor changes are physical. Are you doing too much or are you doing too little? Mm. Um, are, are, are you actually physically moving less because you're depressed? And, and depression is maybe one of the things I deal with most. It's maybe one of my most common diagnoses. And it's a tough thing to treat, right? Because you can't change how someone feels. Uh, sure, and it's and it and it's not. I, I I fall victim to this oftentimes, especially with my wife. I always want to tell her that she's wrong for feeling a certain way, and it's just not okay, right? It's not necessarily true. Like a feeling is something you cannot be right or wrong yeah. about. You're 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 a hundred percent correct. I feel the need to sometimes tell your wife that how she's feeling is not right, but I realize that's not the right answer. The honest truth is it's, it's an amazing diagnosis to treat people for because I have some that have had chronic depression, but I've seen it, so many people that have had anxiety or depression and they've gotten better. Yeah. And, and the, uh, just the fact that people tell me about their families and their lives and allow me to be there to experience or give my thoughts or just listen Honestly, to my patients out there, I could not appreciate it more, right? Like, they're heavy conversations. Yeah. But it really makes my day feel worthwhile, and, and I hope it's helpful to, to those people. Mm-hmm. But it is treating depression. It's a really important just part of my life. And, I, and, I, and as much as, you know, listen, we're here, we're doing Doc and Deke, and we're talking about seasonal affective disorder. Winter is coming. Winter stinks. For those people that are depressed right now, we love you. There will be, there will be uh, you know, hopefully better days, and we're going to do everything we can to, uh, to change that up. It's been a long December. Yeah. But There's reason to believe. This year will be better than the last. I think this will, will be better than I that. mean, it is so it, – it's interesting at the, at the, in the fitness world, right? I'll see, uh, you know, being shut down through the Christmas holiday – uh, was really at the second shutdown. It was difficult for people who already are facing many times different emotional things that the holidays bring around. For so, for so many of us, it's like an exciting time. But for so many people who are on this Siggy Cap scale you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a different experience. And then to take away this one thing that, that influences, right? Because we know that increased exercise is going to affect sleep we know that it's going to impact energy we know that it can impact mood right which which goes to well, if i'm tired appetite. if i take a nap versus exercise yeah i'm way more done. energized if i exercise if you exercise than taking yeah, yeah. a nap right you know who loves naps my wife the canadian and you know what she calls it hibernating hibernating she goes i'm gonna go hibernate do you remember the friends episode when joey and and ross started taking naps together I would take a nap with you. Yeah, I think we could be... If we nap together, like, uh, do we just nap on, like, couches next to each other? No, I think we could... We'd probably spoon. I'm very cuddly. Yeah, I think we could I'm getting a new couch. couch. Oh. You know what? Did you sit on the new couch? Kind of, yeah. We went to a place today to, to, like... And then where did you eat? We ate at the Grand Luxar Cafe. Oh, the Grand Lux. I have not been there. It was delicious. But I heard it was good. Okay. So, (laughs) I'm I'm, going to jump into a little bit of... If you have seasonal affective disorder. Are we going to talk about the S at all? Oh. Because we kind of skipped over it, but I, I think you're going to get Oh, and Siggy Caps, S, the S is the most important. Suicide. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, in looking back, 
on my interactions with patients, I know it's a thing I miss. I sometimes... Is that a hard question to ask? No, no, Like, is it hard to say, hey, have you had any thoughts of hurting yourself or... No. Or suicidal thoughts at all? No, it's not hard to ask, right? I'm so used to asking weird questions, right? Like, hey, you know, I mean... Where did that rash come from? You know, how much do you smoke? How much do you drink? You know, tell me about your sexual... Are you having thoughts of hurting yourself? That's not hard to ask. I'll tell you, though, I sometimes start joking and having fun with patients, and then... It feels like our conversation is in a certain place where I'm almost thinking, hey, this person right now is really depressed, but we're kind of right now having a good conversation. There's no way this person is thinking about suicide, so I leave it out. Yeah. I'm projecting how this person is feeling for this eight minutes, this ten minutes. Because you've made them feel good for that eight minutes oh, that we, may be the best it. eight minutes of their day. No, no. But we're, we're both of us. But, both of our days. But yeah. right, because sometimes... That is that interaction with yeah. you're a comfortable yes feels you and know so then I, then I forget to ask especially for people who 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 visit this realm often yeah that physician relationship can feel comfortable I, more I, comfortable than some of their yes. external the, personal relationships right absolutely but there's yeah. very much a dynamic right yeah I don't really think I should be friends with patients and I, and I know you, I'm your doctor but you don't necessarily count because we're close. But there are some people where you almost have this balance at the end where you're like, you know, there's some patients that listen to the show. And honestly, a bunch of them I feel like I'm friends with, but I'm not like I've never hung out with them in another world. And yeah. I don't know that I would remember to ask them, have you thought about killing yourself? And mm-hmm. we really should ask that. Yeah. Because there may be times where those thoughts are there. And I have had patients take their lives. And, you know, Depression is one of those things where you don't really want to play this blame afterwards, right? So I'm, I'm trying to not go, hey, what could I have done more? But Should of I course I thought, that qu- of right, course, of course. And, and, you know, but also I'm sure you have to recognize that if I had asked that one question one time, is that going to change how they feel about themselves? I don't know. But I that don't. not to I, I, I doubt it. But not to say that it's not an important question to start getting the answer to. And oh, I, it's definitely an important question. You know, yeah, and I, yeah. I think... Um, I'm, I'm trying to get better and realize in a conversation if I'm having with someone, it's my job to ask that question. And I can't miss that one, right? Yeah. There's certain things where you can miss, right? Like, right. I want to ask all men about erectile dysfunction. But if I forgot to ask you about your penis, listen. And I asked you I'll ask when you about the last time you thought about uh, hurting yourself for committing yeah, yeah. suicide is more important than... Your erections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm trying to ask all the questions. But if I'm going to miss certain ones, this is one I do not want to ask, especially if someone's. But, I mean, let's be honest. There's not a real problem with a four hour erection, is there? I mean, it depends on how many episodes of Bridgerton you just watched. Oh, 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 so. (laughs) But the good thing is, there is treatment for seasonal affective disorder, right? One of the things with seasonal affective disorder is maybe by the time you start treatment, it turns to March and April. Yeah. If people are feeling better and the meds aren't working. But it's used with a combination. It is treated with a combination of therapy. Okay. Medication. When we say therapy, are we talking like uh, like communication therapy? Like talking with someone? Or yeah, what, yeah. What, so okay. I, I think the best therapy is cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay. But, you know, psychotherapy and psychoanalysis are also things done. But medications are used, right? So they use SSRIs. But actually the best aid is for Wellbutrin. Or oh, bupropion, okay. yeah, which yeah. works on increasing dopamine. But what they really use that I find is super interesting is light boxes. So there are light boxes that dispense light and filter out the UV light. 
and it really has seemed to work well. You can actually buy light boxes. They're usually at about 2,500 to 10,000 lux for 30 to 60 minutes per day. And you can actually buy them on Amazon Prime. You can get a prescription for them. Most times, the patients that I've seen that really had this have been able, just been able to buy their light box. But it is interesting. One of the people that don't respond to this is those with cataracts. Because the thought is it's blocking its ability to get back to the retina, which I found very interesting. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I find that um, I have been reading a lot about light and, and uh, sleep environment. I am a diva and require, like, I have... I thought you were the deacon. Yeah. I have such an active mind, and I'm always going, and so I have... But if you ever leave me, I'm going to do Doc and the Diva, and it'll be me and my wife. <laughs> That's good. Doc and the Diva, like me it. and my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my wife doesn't prescribe to the idea that... Or if you die. Hey. I was just kidding. Not yet. Uh, I, but I already know where I'm going, so I'm good with it. If yeah. I die, you know, I'm a, that's another thing that probably bothers people about. I'm like, I already know I'm secure in my future. I know where I'm going, so I'm all right. You know, I certainly want to see my, my kids grow and, and experience all that stuff. Anyway, uh, but, but uh, harsh light at night really affects, like, I'm a... Uh, the iPhone is awful for you. I need to get into bed, and they talk about these lights that are, like, made for sleeping or made to be calming and noises and smells. I know that you live with someone who's big into... You know, the holistic uh, effects of in, uh, diffused oils and things like that, right? She likes how they smell. She realizes they don't do anything. Okay. But, I mean, but anyway, you know, but there is, you know, I sleep, I sleep with a lavender nose strip because I, I feel like <laughs> the benefits of the That's lavender ridiculous. in addition to the That's ridiculous. opening of the airway. Anyway. Well, I love it. So, I have a question for you. Okay. If it was the middle of the winter and it wasn't COVID... Because I've had a few patients, and I've actually recommended this. Yeah. I was like, you need to go to Mexico for a week. Ugh. You need to go to California for a week. But my question for you is, would you, I'm going to have you rank these one through three. One is, this is the best place for to go. Okay. Two is, this is second best. And three is, like, I, I guess I would go there. And I know one of these places you love, and to me, I'm like, it's terrible. We almost went there together. But... This is where you would go oh, okay. in the middle of February after yeah. you've been all in the dark. Yeah, let's do it. Skiing in Colorado. Okay. Disney World with all your children. With the okay. Or a Mexico all inclusive oh. family resort yeah. with your children. Oh. So. But they have events for the children during the day. Oh, then that goes first. Okay. Mexico, all-inclusive. There's events for the kids. I'm in. Okay, what's two? Skiing in Colorado. Wow, in Disney World's three? Yeah, Vail, and then I think Disney World's three. You know what the best part is? A few weeks ago, it was my birthday, and we were sitting around talking, and we almost decided to go to Disney World together. Almost. But they're very focused on Disney World. <laughs> very So fun. the Deacon is going to Disney World. Yeah. I am going to a new resort that is opened up in Mexico, all inclusive with my children. And you know what? I'm going to get some of that vitamin D. I'm going to get some of it. This is one of my favorite things. Hopefully they'll have Netflix and you can watch Bridgerton there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I love the fact that like I'm from upstate New York, right, yeah. where it was real cold. And I Googled, not my medical symptoms, what are the most depressing cities to have a winter in the United States? And how, how close was Rochester? 
so Rochester, where I grew up, number nine. So wow. we're going to start at number nine and work our way down. Okay. Right? And to all the tiny little podunk cities that are terrible, I'm sorry. You got left off this You list. got left off You got to have a few people. Yeah. Let's be honest. Some of you are like, where the heck is Rochester? It's in upstate New York. So Rochester, number nine. Number eight. It's right next to, right, right next to Pittsburgh, New York. It's not next. Oh, Pittsburgh. I'm from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Number eight is Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, uh, yeah. Braun, bro. Number seven. People from Cleveland would say it's number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be the only thing they've ever won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than Baker Mayfield and commercials. Number seven, Syracuse, which I want to play basketball at Syracuse University. Yeah. And then when I barely made my varsity team as a junior, I realized maybe I'm not going to play at Syracuse. Five it's, will always love you. It's so cold there that yeah. they have underground, like, taverns to go to the different dorms. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. how cold it is at Syracuse. Yeah. Uh, number six, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, GRI. Number five, and this is episode is coming out in February, but let's hear it for the Bills Mafia and Buffalo. Oh, yeah, get it, right? Yep, yep. And yeah. let's hear it for my wife, who used to be a Buffalo Jill. Ex-Jill. Number four, Missoula, Montana. Missoula. I've actually heard of Missoula. M-I-Z-Z-O-U-L-A. M-I-S-S-O-U-L-A. Yes, absolutely. Thing. Montana. Yeah, yeah. It sounds cold. <laughs> it sounds cold. I tried to look at Airbnbs in Missoula, Montana. There wasn't much going on. No. no. Okay. Uh, number three, uh, Portland, Oregon. Portland. Yeah. I don't know that right now I'd go to Portland no matter what. Yeah. Number two, uh, Seattle, Washington. And number one, uh, Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, yeah, Anchorage, Alaska. I don't know that I would ever. Uh, there's a, there's a there's about a ninety eight percent chance I'll never go to Alaska. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely ninety eight ninety nine. I would go, but I don't think there's a chance I'll ever go. Listen, I have enough trips where I'm forced to go to Canada. Yeah, and I love Canada, but it's uh it's pretty cold. Yeah, it's pretty cold. But well, to you to those of you up there in Alaska, I saw a show. That you would appreciate. They were, they were talking about these nurses who were providing the vaccine to different people in uh, Alaska. Oh, that's awesome. And how they would get around and how they're like, we were on a sled, we were on a train, we were on one of these little hopper planes and all the ways they got around and how they worked together uh, to get the vaccine to these remote areas in Alaska. And I thought it was pretty cool. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, one of my favorite Disney movies is about this guy who runs a, a team of dogs in Alaska. I think I cried. <laughs> that's, that's the end of that story. Well, winter is coming. Winter's coming. And I realize that the winter solstice hits you. And it's the shortest day of the year. Yeah. And you realize that it's a long December. But maybe this year will be better than the last. Hey, two things you can count on. The doc is in. And the deacon speaks uh, for those of you out there, if, if you suffer from depression, anxiety, and, and you've been listening to this, talk to somebody. Talk to your doctor. Uh, run through the Siggy caps and make sure that you have somebody to talk yeah, to. Yeah, call your pastor if you're religious. Holla. You know, they are, there are many a time where I have patients and ask them to reach out to a therapist or talk to someone, and their pastor is often on their list. Oh, often first on their list. Yeah. And I am fully behind that, and I love that. And, yeah, and DM I, and the I, deacon. We'll talk to you. <laughs> DM the deacon. I yeah, like that. I got no problem with Is that. that a hashtag? DM yeah, the deacon? DM the deacon. Listen, seasonal affective disorder is a real thing. 
Um, and it's been a tough year for all of us. Yeah. You know, it's been a tough year for us. We haven't gotten to spend as much time together. But we're thinking about everyone wow, out there. There were months that we did this remote, yeah. right? And if there is a day where you are driving to work or you are going for a walk and for five minutes and for ten minutes, our show sparks a little joy and gives you a little bit of interest, well, then that... Uh, we're, we're thankful for that. Yeah. But, I got speechless for the first time But ever. listen, if there's, if there's more than 10 seconds that you ever think about, uh, you know, the, uh, the S word that, that the doctor talked about. Yeah, yeah. If you're thinking about hurting please, yourself. Please talk to somebody. So um, we're thankful for this show and, and the outlet that it gives us. And, and so thankful for those of you that listen. Thanks to our wives who continue to support us, even though um, it's still just a fun thing that we just come together and do, right? And, uh, and thank you to our producer, Tucker Butler, to our music by the franchise. Check us out and um, send us a message. And remember, seasons change. Winter's coming. Winter will end. And here comes spring. Peace. Spring train. Peace. Hi. Excellent brain trust to market and brand this That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments This show gon' be around for infinite years I think we can all agree on ice cold beers 100% authentic, you can't fake it Often imitated, but never duplicated So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in Now I'm coming to close it like a Raldis Chapman